Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. What's up, Dream Builder? We are back again, and we have an episode today that we're going to talk about goals and how to achieve those goals faster and get further in life. And so I'm excited, as I am about every episode, I'm excited to share this one with you. So on the line, we have Miss Amira. Amira, you want to go ahead and say what's up to Dream Nation? What's up, Dream Nation? So good to be here. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you. So I always start off each episode, and anybody's watching, listening, they know. So the way that I started off is I compare us as entrepreneurs, thought leaders, change makers to superheroes. Why? It's because constantly we're flying around the world as much as we can. We're putting on our cape, and we're trying to solve some of the world's biggest problems. So if you've seen Miss Amira online or if you've seen her on the stages or her books or her uh, summits, you've seen that she kind of looks like a superhero. And we see that W on her chest that is like Wonder Woman. But a lot of the times what we don't know or even Superwoman, but a lot of the times what we don't know is behind the scenes, who is that Lois Lane? So take us back to how we get here to this journey and tell us when it comes to Amira, who is your Lois Lane? Oh, I love that setup. That's so freaking good. So the lowest lane, who is my lowest lane? Yeah. My, my lowest lane, unlike your story of like the 1%, the adversity, the, you know, where to, how did that happen? I'm, I'm a little bit of the reverse. The lowest lane of, of Amira is the, the standard middle class upbringing, which, okay. uh, I'm very grateful for. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for the, the way that I was raised and the, uh, all that was given to me simply by entering the world where I did with two professional parents. And yet there was a lot of challenge to that as, as well. Everyone has their own version of challenge. And I think that, um, in some ways when you're, when you, have a long way to go, you're fighting for it. And you're like, you know, I'm going to make it. No one can freaking hold me back. Right. And, and I've seen this, there's like this incredible drive to overcome adversity, but if the adversity is not that bad, right, what's your motivation for breaking through? And I was really someone who, you know, I had my wild child days as a teenager, right? I, I, I had, you know, boy crazy 
time and all of that. But fundamentally, I had the straight and narrow, right? I dotted my I's, I crossed my T's, I got good grades, I went to a good college. Um, and I really, I bought that story that that was what was going to provide the amazing life that I wanted. And hmm. in some ways it provided a great life. Like there, there is nothing. And I think this is where we, we get trapped sometimes. There's nothing to complain about there. Like it was a good, solid life, you know, good relationship, good job, good, solid life. But I wanted a heck of a lot more, right? Mm. I wanted, I wanted my own version of greatness. I wanted to excel. I wanted to make a bigger impact. And I didn't want to be trapped. The interior of my head was like a total freaking trap. Okay. It was, am I doing the right thing? Am I offending anyone? Um, you know, what hoop do I need to jump through today? I didn't know who I was in this world. I was just a reflection of the, the conditioning, the upbringing, the, the, what other people told me was the right way to be in this world. And I just kept playing that out, but I wasn't getting to that level of greatness that I knew I was made for more inside. And I think a lot of people know that, like they don't want to live with regret. They don't want to, um, not live out their potential. They, they, they know that there's something more for them. And yet, you know, why rock the boat? Things are pretty good. So that's my, that's my lowest lane. Got it. No. And, and I get it. So would you consider yourself? Are you somebody that's more introverted? Are you very extroverted? Not that, it, you know, there's a, a, a big matter about it, but I just wonder, like when the scenes are off, are you a person that stays to yourself or are you somebody that you got to be around other people? Well, it's a little bit of both. You know, when I'm on during the day, you know, I run this business and, uh, you know, I'm having conversations with you. I'm having conversations with my team. I'm having conversations with my clients. I am on, right? This is my on personality. When I'm done, I'm done. I'm like, nope don't want to go out. I would like my book in my bed. And so it's, it's a little bit of both. I really like this energizes me. This is what, uh, thrills me. I love the conversation. I love, um, engaging in the, this world. And then when I'm done, I like that alone time where I can be with my thoughts. I can be with my, my, my books, my dog, my, my chill out time, my man, right? Like just like quiet time by myself. So I think that's called an amnivert where you're a little bit of a extrovert, a little bit of an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy about, I might consider myself a little bit of an amnivert. Most people wouldn't believe it. They would be like, no, da, da. but I think there, I, there's definitely a lot to be said with that. Obviously me being, especially in real estate and podcasts and everything else, but real estate, you constantly got to be always raising, right? Always building relationships, raising capital. There's just so many different things, but you have to first and foremost, build the relationships and those take time and they take a lot of conversations a lot of the times, unless you already have a great asset. So um, I would definitely say that when the lights are off, I could feel the same way. So I can appreciate that. Now talk to me because you, you said you were at a point where you just felt like you weren't living up to your true potential. And I think that there's somebody out there right now that can identify with this. And they say, yeah, you know what? I can see that too. But they don't necessarily know 
what they should what's the turning point so for you where was that turning point did you go to a seminar were you watching a youtube video did you get fired from a job and you said no turning back what did that look like for your journey yeah so i will tell you the moment but i want to contextualize that i think that there's there's moments after moments and then they they build into a final recognition if we're really honest, there's a, a place where we, we, we've known this all along, but finally it's become too much. We, we can't not see it anymore. We can't push it away or, or, you know, sweep it under, under the rug. So my moment was I, I, I had a bit, a previous business. I had run business number one. I got it successful. It was a brick and mortar type of business. We moved across the country. I had to decide or decide whether I was opening opening another brick and mortar kind of business or if I was doing something else. And I decided to do something else. So in in this new business, I was uh, in a service based business and and really like pushing the boulder up the mountain, if you will, right? Like first year I made 30k. Second year, I made 90K. I was really excited about that. I tripled my income, but I like just was pushing the boulder up the mountain. And the third year, I made 138. And I share my numbers because I know your audience is, are, are entrepreneurs. And I think it's, it's really important to hear what other people are doing and pull back this curtain and not hold back and, and all of that. And, and I want you to like, I'm shortcutting the story. I'm not telling you about like the grind it out aspect of that, but there was a lot of ground grinded out during that time. Third year, I made 138, which is another like movement forward, another roughly 50K, crossed that mythical six-figure mark, felt really good about that. And, but I had one strategy, well, maybe two, be a good person, okay, do good in this world, be a good person, and work hard. Everything kind of fell into those two categories. And one night, it was not a client facing day. I was sitting on the floor of my office with my laptop on my lap. I was on the floor on the laptop, leaning up against the couch. And my, my husband called upstairs and was like, Hey babe, dinner's ready. It's probably like 6.30, 6.45 at night. He's like, thanks babe. I'll be right down. I just want to do one more thing. Famous last words of every entrepreneur, right? Like one last thing, right. like the to-do list is never freaking ending, right? There is no one last Thanks. thing. Okay. And, and about an hour later, he calls up and he's like, without guilt or shame, really good guy, like not, not making me feel bad at all, but he's like, I'm starting. He's going to take care of himself. And that was my wake up moment. I was like, say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been working since 5.36 a.m. this morning. I'm still in the clothes that I slept in. Remember, it wasn't a client-facing day. So I'm still in like the sweats and the grimy t-shirt. Haven't taken a shower. I haven't even brushed my teeth. Like the, the tiger was chasing me, right? Like I just have to get this done, right? And I was like, this is not what Beyonce does, you know? Like this is not, this is not what, what uber successful people do. This is not what Richard Branson does. Like this is not what Jeff Bezos does. This is not what Oprah does. This is like, they don't fall out of bed, turn on their laptop and go for 12 freaking hours without brushing their teeth, blowing off dinner. Like, like I get hard work. There is a place for that for freaking sure. I, 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 there's no, there's no success without hard work. Okay. And yeah, of course this is not, there's got like, I've been doing this for three years. I've been doing this 10 years. I've been doing this my whole life. Like this was work for the A in school, right? This is that strategy. Like it only got me so far, which was like to this level. And I wanted so much more for myself. Like this version of me, was not the vision I had for myself. So that was the wake up moment. And then I went to, then I decided I'm going to study success. I'm going to really dive in deep and figure out what successful people do. And I did a lot of study on my own, but I also went to seminars and I also learned from the best. And I, I like had wake up moment after wake up moment after wake up moment. And I realized fundamentally it comes down to your self-image, who you think you are and what standard you hold yourself to based on that self-image. Hey, Dream Builder, if you are anything like me, you know the importance of setting goals and achieving those goals. And anytime you find something interferes with that, ultimately it interferes with your happiness. And if that's you or if you're in a rut right now, I want to encourage you to check out BetterHelp.com. Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling that's done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and they'll match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses back. Plus, you can schedule weekly, video, or even phone sessions, all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Regardless if you're dealing with depression, grief, anxiety, or anything along those lines, there's a licensed professional just waiting on the other side to help you. And of course, I want to help you as well. I want you to start living a happier life today. And because you're a part of the Dream Nation tribe and as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com forward slash Dream Nation. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash Dream Nation. And you can join over 1 million people who have taken the charge of bettering their mental health. Now let's get back to it. Mm. Now in the beginning, did you have a problem with telling yourself a different story, right, of who you were? Because you've now lived, you know, 10 years, 15 years, your whole life as this certain person, right? The person that works off those two strategies. 
Was it a hard transition for you? Because a lot of people, they could see themselves as an entrepreneur. Let's say that right now they're even working a job. Or if they are an entrepreneur, but they've never gotten to being a, a true, they're only a hard worker, like you said, but they don't understand the power of building systems and people. And they haven't figured out what is the strategy to transition or to get my subconscious brain to believe it. Correct. What was your strategy? My strategy for changing my self-image or my strategy to to five times in my income in one year? No, your strategy for first changing your self-image, right? And that allowed you, I would imagine you would say that, Mm -hmm. that allowed you to five times your income in one year. Yeah. So here's the thing. I had to do systems. I had to hire. But fundamentally, the thing that shifted for me, because I was in a service-based business, okay, was I had to raise my prices. So Mm. I tripled my prices. They were already decently high and they went even higher. And so if I am going to do that, that's the outer game tactic. There's only three ways to make more money in business. You raise your prices, you sell more widgets, right? Sell more quantity or add a new channel of income. Everything comes down to one of those three things or a combination of those three things. And, and I, I actually did two out of three of those, but I fundamentally I raised my prices. Now, who did I need to be to be someone who tripled her income over friggin' night? Right? Like right. how am I worthy of somehow being paid three times what I was being paid before? That's, that's how I, I had to actually change that. And that's a worthiness game for, 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 uh, most people. I, they don't frame it that way, but they don't see themselves as worthy of receiving at that higher level. And so I had to, I had to change my self image to be someone who was worthy of receiving at that higher level. Got it. And I guess for the point, so first, my first thing that comes to my mind, and I'm sure somebody else is wondering this as well, you said service-based, like, did you start your coaching business back then? Was it like coaching and consulting or what was the service-based business? Yeah, it was coaching. So when I was in, uh, where I lived before, before I moved across the, the country, I was in a service-based business, but a different business altogether and mm-hmm. not in coaching. And what happened were all these people were asking me how I built my business because I did build it well in that other industry. And I loved teaching people that. Plus, I was on this in- incredible personal growth journey. So like I said earlier, that may have been the one like pivotal moment for me, but it was after reading all the books, going, you know, to, to the workshops and the trainings and things like that. I, I was already on a personal growth journey. And I think this is one of the places where, where people get into real trouble is they're like, Oh, I know that already. Cause they've, they've heard something. Uh, about how to do that. And I was that woman. I was like, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm smart. I know what that means. I heard that. I read that book already. I went to that seminar already. Um, but in fact, you don't really know it until you do it. So I, right. I, my results were showing me that I was working 12 hour days and I was making X, right? I was making at that time it was 138 and I chose a much bigger goal for myself as a solo entrepreneur. I said, I want to make a million dollars and that I get that money isn't everything. I just want everyone who's freaking out about the money conversation, like to know money isn't everything. Okay. It doesn't buy happiness. Doesn't buy love. What's never meant to buy happiness or love or, or dancing or like, 
you know, sweet talking or any. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Of that, okay, that's not the point of money, okay? Point of money is to, you know, pay your mortgage and, you know, buy a you know, mic for your podcast and like, it's a currency, right? Um, right. But I made that my goal and I was like, I'm going to do this. And what I was doing wasn't giving me those results. Okay. And I had to get really honest about that. Like the way I was thinking my, I know this already. I've, I've learned this already. Wasn't actually getting me the new results that I wanted. So it, I had to really, it was humbling. I had to, to really like just start over again. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of struck for words here because the, the, I was moving very quickly. So it wasn't like there wasn't a lot of action happening, but it was coming from a, I'm going to make the assumption that if I knew how to create the success that I wanted, I would have already gotten that success. So I need to Mm. assume that I actually don't know because I haven't done it yet. And that's a humbling place to be. A hundred percent. And so what was your first move at that point? Was it hiring a coach? Was it, you know, uh, joining a mastermind? What was your first move from that point on when you made that decision that you didn't know everything, but you wanted to learn more. I did three things that I think are really, really, really important. I probably did more, but I want to emphasize three of them. One, I did hire um, a, a coach and a mentor who um, helped me recognize how powerful the subconscious mind is and how to change your self-image and your identity and all of those things. So I, I really, I did a lot of work with an individual on that and and, and I'll, I'll come back to that in a moment. I, I also studied success. So not only did I work with someone, but I, I read book after book after book after book. Like I went deep and I. Pret- what was your favorite book? Somebody's wondering. Somebody's wondering. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you three, the three that I studied in depth that year. One was Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Everyone's heard of it. Um, if people are interested in going deep with me on that, we did something called the Morning Mindset Club where um, I take people through every morning, um, a, a short audio clip, a, a, a short section of the book, and then break it out as to how to apply it to your life and your business. And, uh, it's like 400 days long. I don't know. It took us a while to get through the whole, whole book, but that's a currently a free program that's on our free stuff page. So people can download that. Um, so, and that's the unstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff if people want that. Um, so Think and Grow Rich, that was huge for me. The first time I re- read it, I, I was like, there are a lot of lists in here. This is, why is this so circular? This doesn't make sense. Like I was very complaining in my head and I had to really go back. I'm like, people say this is the book. Let me go and study this book. And I broke it down and I studied every single day. 
Then I, I read a book and I studied it every day as well. Uh, Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. And this is, you know, the, the laws of success that I teach is, is based on, on this book and others. But, uh, I, I teach from a place of universal law. When I started to understand how the laws of the universe work, I, I no longer was in my own way and I could, could work very quickly. So this was huge. And then the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles. Um, yeah, great book. I also teach a lot. I teach from all three of these books regularly, but those are the sort of the three fundamental books, um, that I studied deeply. And then there's, there's others, but those, those that first year, um, were the big ones. And then here's the rub. I didn't just study. I didn't just work with a coach or mentor. I acted and I, every time I felt that place in your body where you feel resistance and you're like, you can't make me, I don't want to do this. This is the wrong thing to do. Whatever, whatever that is for you, right? I'll do it tomorrow. Whatever this, the alibi, the story is that comes up as resistance. I did the thing as fast as I possibly could. I can't possibly raise my prices. Here are my new prices. And I would tell them to someone and I'd be like, that's what they are. So that, right. You, like, but you're ready to throw up in your mouth on the inside. Totally. You're like, I got to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And so here's the thing. Like, you don't become a different person until you do the thing. Okay. Mm. You don't, you don't actually, you can, you can say the mantras, you can say the affirmations, you can, um, reprogram yourself. And, and it's important to re- repeat constant space repetition, who you are and what you're doing and who you're being and all of that. But if you don't act in accordance with it, when the opportunity arises, nothing changes. So I, I moved towards the resistance as quickly as I could and acted as quickly as I could. So quick decisions was like a, a huge thing for me. Yeah, no, that's, that's so, so clutch. So the first one, um, let's walk through them again. The first one. Working with someone to help me change my identity. Working yeah. with a mentor. Yep. Second one was. Studying. Studying. Yep. The books. And then the third one was you acted. Absolutely. And when I say got study, it. I was up every morning. I got up earlier. I took my books out. I, I like broke them open before the day started. Okay. And I went to bed. Like I stopped watching TV. I stopped watching movies and I was like, I am freaking committed to this. So when I say study, like there, there's, you got to sacrifice something, you guys. Okay. Yeah. Love sacrifice, Absolutely. right? Like you have to give up something of a lower nature to let something of a higher nature in. And, um, for me, it was like, I'm going to, I'm going to let go. Uh, well, I had to let go of so many different things, but in this case, it was like, I need to, I need to fill my brain. Like I, I do not have the right program in my brain and I need to reprogram myself for success. Yeah. So powerful. Love it. Let's let's change gears a little bit, but it's still on the same topic. And one of the things that you've been an expert in is helping people achieve their goals faster, right? And and you've helped women, you've helped men, you've helped many people do this. Talk to me about what does that look like? Because a lot of people have goals and dreams. And as they look at this, we've seen that over there, depending on when you're watching or listening at this, over these last couple years, right, we've shown that time does waits for no one and that life is not promised tomorrow. 
So within that, trying to achieve your goals as soon as possible is a big thing. So what are your steps? What is your formula to being able to achieve your goals faster? Absolutely. So first you have to claim your goals. This is such, this is like goals one-on-one, but like 90% of the world doesn't do this, which is like, get freaking clear about what you want and own it. Mm. And there is so much story that says, who am I to go for this? Like if I had, if I hadn't like committed in that moment of being like, okay, I'm going to go for a million dollars and like committed that this is what I was doing, I would have talked myself out of it. And I would have gone for, you know, let's make 200 this year. Okay. 200 is great. Let me just tell you, it is great. Okay. There is, I am not taking that away. Okay. But it wasn't, um, a sexy enough of a goal for me, for me to do the really hard things that I needed to do to like, to move past the terror barrier, to move past the, the, the challenges. Okay. And, and so the first thing is goals. You have to own your desire and they have to be stretch goals. They have to be like cray cray. How the heck am I ever going to do this? This seems in freaking possible and it probably is, but you want it and go for it because spirit source, infinite intelligence, all the energy that is God calls you forward into growth, into more, into your purpose through desire, through the little carrot, the hook, the like, Ooh, I want that. And that's how this force in the universe gets us to move past the heart freaking stuff that we have to move past to achieve what we want. You have to want it badly enough. Hey, Dream Builder, are your home and auto policies almost up for renewal? If so, and you're looking for a lower rate, I believe I have a solution for you. And it's called Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare home and auto rates in one place. They can help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have now, but at a lower price. And the best part is they've saved customers on average $1,250 per year over what they're already paying for home and auto insurance. Getting started is super easy. First, just head on over to policygenius.com and answer a few questions about yourself and your property, and then Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers from Progressive to Allstate to find you the lowest quote. So head on over to policygenius.com to get started right now. Again, that's policygenius.com, and you can find out when it comes to insurance how they help you get it right. Let's go ahead and hop back into it. Yeah, no, that's huge. So claim the goals. But after that, like, give us something that's more of an example of a goal that you were able to achieve outside of like, or give us, I guess, even a client of yours, when they weren't necessarily implying your strategy or your formula, but then they started to and you helped them do that. Tell us about what the result was. Do you have any stories like that? Oh, so many. So you know, I fundamentally work with people who want to make an income breakthrough, but this, this methodology works with everything, whether it's like, I, I did it to go from being a couch potato to finishing a marathon, right? Like, like you can, you can set whatever goal it is, you know, and I grew up being the non-athletic one. Like that was the story. That was the self image, right? Okay. Right. was like, I don't, I don't run. I'm not a runner. Okay. I kept repeating that to myself over and over again. I was like, actually, I am a freaking runner. Look at this, right? <laughs> um, so, but 
so uh, like a good example would be, here's a recent one. I have a client named Shannon. She's a, she's a lawyer. Um, when she started, she was making probably 50 or 60 a month, which seems like a lot, but you know, when you're running a law firm, you have a lot of overhead and you have a lot of, um, uh, employees that you're, you're paying. And she was not, she was barely breaking even. Okay. Um, so when, when we did this work, she claimed a much bigger goal that she wanted and she started to just execute and do the things, execute, do the things, execute, do the things. And at the last summit that we did, she stood up at the mic and she was going through this process and this exercise again, because it's iterative. You just, it's a methodology that you just want to keep present for yourself. And she wrote down what she wanted to make for her annual goal. And then she did the math on it. Cause I'm really into helping people do the math. It's simple math, but you have to break it down. Okay. She's like, Oh, I'm already making that this year. Like I've like, she, she wanted to make, I forget what her goal number was, but I think it was like 1.5 million. And she was already making that on a monthly basis. And she didn't even recognize that it had already happened for her. So that's a good example, I think. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This has definitely been a phenomenal conversation. One of the last questions that I have for you is um, you've had a lot of success with um, helping people and obviously achieving your own goals. But one of the things we like to ask is if there was anything that you wish that you would have implemented sooner to accelerate your path on your dream and your goal to where you are today, what would that one thing be? Oh, I'm so challenged by picking the one thing, the one thing questions. Like I've given you a lot. They all work together, but I think it's that quick decision aspect of it. Learning, learning that if you make a quick decision and it's a mistake that you're not like doomed and you're not wrong, that it's just feedback. It's just a result and that you don't have to shame yourself but you do have to use it to iterate and and become a better version of yourself, make different decisions, move forward. Because I was trying to be perfect, right? I was trying to not make mistakes. I was trying to not offend anyone. I was trying to be the good girl, right? And you can't. You have to, you have to make decisions and you have to make decisions quickly. Sometimes that's going to be a decision that gets you exponential results that you really are like freaking great decision. I must be so smart. And sometimes you're going to make decisions that don't get you those results, but it does close the gap on time. You, you'd ask me like, how do you achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible? So if I make a decision in three hours that takes you three months to make, even if I make a decision, it's not going to get me the results I want. I get that feedback, right? It didn't get me the results I want. I get that feedback. I can now move forward on that feedback. And I am still two months, 31 days ahead of you or 30 days and, you know, 18 hours ahead of you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, being able one of the things that I learned early on in my journey was that success loves speed, right? Oh, so you've got to be able to make 
you got to be able to make decisions quick. And a lot of the times, like, you don't know how it's going to play out, right? Just anxiety is worry about the future. Right? That's that's what I've learned. And so I would definitely agree and, and always tell people, you know, you take the risk. Like, there's a, there's, a, there's a risk to do and there's a risk to not do it. There's always a risk in life. You have to take the risk. But as long as it's a calculated risk, you take it with pride and you never look back. Right? So... I definitely, I agree with that. Again, this has been a phenomenal conversation. We're going to make sure that we put all of the links in the show notes. Um, But for anybody who wants to stay connected with you, tell us, where can they find you at? Yeah, the best place is our website. So that's the unstoppablewoman.com. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a free stuff page and you can find our podcast there. Um, I do a ton of teaching on our podcast. You can find our social media links there, lots of free downloads, all, all sorts of stuff, but that's the best way. And then, you know, our Facebook group from there would be um, a great place to join us. Cool. Well, again, we'll make sure that we put those links in the show notes, but I want to be the first one, if no one else has told you today, to say thank you and I appreciate you. And Dream Nation, just as she said, you got to just do it. You got to take action because you know just as well as I do that that dream that you have, and we all have a dream, if you do not take action on it, that dream will only merely be a fantasy. That's all for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you for sticking around. That truly means a lot to me. And hopefully that means that we delivered massive value on this one. If you haven't already, the way that you could say thank you to myself and the team is just by heading over to iTunes and leaving a review and a rating. That's what iTunes loves to see. That's how we get out there even more. And I would definitely, definitely be grateful for it. I know the team would as well. Do me a favor and head on over to dreamnationpodcast.com. That's where you're going to be able to find all of the resources that we talked about in today's episode, as well as more exclusive content. And you'll also be able to sign up to our email list where we have more exclusive content. And we always love to hear the feedback from you all because you're our tribe. So remember, in the dream we trust, we'll see you on the flip side. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.